episode 167, Play Ball. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. I'm Tony DeLorenzo. And I'm Elisa DeLorenzo. And we are excited to have you guys here with us today. Another fantastic day here at the show. And first and foremost, I want to welcome all of you new listeners mm-hmm. and all of you longtime listeners. Thank you so much. We are hearing from so many new folks, and um, we're just really thankful for that. And if you want to get in touch with us, we want to hear your voicemail. So call us, 858-876-5663, or you can email us directly at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. I want to say that we have been catching up on those emails. So for all of you who have emailed, make sure you check your inbox. We are getting it to you. It just, it takes a little bit of time. We share this periodically um, because we are blessed that you share your lives with us. And we're blessed to be able to share our lives with all of you. Um, Those of you that are on our Facebook page know that we had posted earlier in the week that we were just kind of feeling some attacks and the outpouring of love and support from all of you. Um, huge. Mm. You don't know how, how far it goes in just giving us encouragement, um, letting us know that you are with us in this fight to save marriages. And we just, we appreciate your support. It was so funny. A girlfriend came up to us at our son's baseball game and said, I saw the post on Facebook and I was just, I was so amazed at, how all of your, your fans and your friends were, were commenting on that. And I said, you know, they're a pretty amazing community. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I know I, she goes, I had nothing to add. So I just read all the comments. And so thank you uh, to all of you. You, you mean more to us than we could ever possibly put into words. we're, We're happy to be back behind the mics as always. This is, this is a special time of week for us. Um, we are busy just like all of you listening to this. And this is the time that we carve out to not only talk to you, but to talk to one another and to really focus. And so, you know what we do here, you guys can do in your homes. You don't need the microphones and the the headphones. And, you know, I mean, it's not the most attractive look. I will tell you that. But what matters is that we make eye contact with one another and we talk about what's going on in our lives. It's face to face time. That's what matters most right now. It's face to face. We don't sit side by side. We don't sit shoulder to shoulder, but we actually get to look at each other. We look into each other's eyes. We get to see our facial expressions, the goods and the bads. We get to see tears and we get to see smiles and we get to see frowns. And that is what you need to be doing in your marriage. You guys got to sit there and look at each other and spend time talking this way because there is a lot that happens in that nonverbal communication that really can impact your lives and your marriage. And that could be your emotional intimacy to your spiritual intimacy to your sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. So today is all about playing ball, getting engaged, taking action in your marriage. Before we start though, we got some Cool hugs this week that we want to share. And this one is, and I want to say first and foremost, thank you to each and every one of you who have gone into iTunes, mm-hmm. rated the show, given a review. We have a hundred and nine, four and a half star 
rating in iTunes right now. And that's because of you guys. So keep it coming. We love them. This one is a five-star review from Squeaky807. What a wonderful marriage. I have only been listening to this podcast for a few weeks now, but I can already tell it is making a difference in my marriage. I try not to be as fearful thanks to episodes like Walk on Water. I have also learned to ask. Asking is so simple to do, yet often forgotten. Thank you, Tony and Elisa, for taking time to educate and show how caring you are by using this podcast. Thank you, and God bless. That was huge. And, you know, we always kind of look at where we are um, prior to getting on the air and just, you know, looking if there's been new ratings, new reviews, and that type of thing. And actually, in the last week, we've had, I think, three new iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know I've said this before, but for you new listeners, when you go in there and you leave a review, it impacts people around the world. When they come and they, you know, type in marriage in the search box and, you know, they see the top five shows that come up, a lot of people, I mean, you guys know you do this too. You go through and you check and you want to see what people are saying about them. Mm -hmm. So when you leave a review, it matters to other people. And that's why, you know, from time to time we ask for them and we read them on the air because we want you to know that you're changing people's lives. Yeah. And I I also want to share, we got this email um, from a police officer. Yes. And yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into his story, but I just want to, I just want to share how one extraordinary marriage is having an impact on some other people. He said that many times he's listening to the podcast with a client in the backseat of his car, a captive audience. If I've ever seen one, they're always asking me what I'm listening to. And I tell them I'm making my marriage better. Awesome. Just never know when somebody else is going to be in your car. I mean, obviously as a police officer, he definitely has company from time to time, but it's one of those things where if you can play the podcast, you know, around your friends. And I've even told um, spouses when they've got a reluctant spouse to listen to the podcast, I tell them just have it on. Don't force them to listen to it. But if you're making dinner and that's your time to listen to Tony and Elisa, okay, they might walk in the kitchen and wonder what we're talking about. Some of you have gone so far as to go ahead and just download it onto their iPhones or iPods and just have it playing when they pick it up. So whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works, but I, I love, I love knowing that you guys are sharing the message. Yeah. And I know I speak for Tony when we say that that really, wow, just makes a difference. Yep. And so today's show, it's play ball. It's springtime. <laughs> we are in the throes of baseball with our, our boy. Little League is, it's on. Woo. It, it, we're, we're coming up to the midway point. Um, and... Our boys on, on the team, we only have one, but the boys on our team, they've been playing hard. They had a really good first half, and now they're in a little bit of a slump. And just like our marriages, you know, we can take off. Man, we're just going, and everything is great for maybe months, if not years. And then we hit some bad times, hit some bad spots, you know, loss of a job. Maybe we're having some sexual desire issues. Maybe we've had a death in the family, a friend that just hits us and takes us for a ride that we never imagined that happens. And just like in baseball and getting up to the plate after you've hit or haven't hit a ball in 
four, five, six games. Maybe you're striking out. You still get up to that plate, though, and you got to face the pitcher, and you got to face that ball. Well, in our marriage, we got to be able to do the same thing, right? We go through those rough patches, and we got to get back up on there. We got to play ball. We got to take action in our marriage. And, you know, we see this. It's, it's so amazing what you can learn from children and what you see in them. Yeah, you know, last year when Alex was last year was Alex's first year of baseball, and his team went three and seventeen, or yes. three and nineteen. I don't, I don't. We lost count after a while, and our boys went out every game, and thought, okay, well, you know what? It might be this game. This might be the game that we win. And there was a boy on that team that did not get a single hit all last season. He showed up for every game. He put his heart into every practice, never got a hit. It was also his first year. This year's season started. He went 11 games until he got his first hit. Never missed a practice, never gave any lip to his coaches, just went out there every single time. And I, we weren't at the game because he's on an opposing team this year. But when he hit that ball, there was a standing ovation. And the reason there was a standing ovation for this boy who has gone 34 games, I think it was, without a single hit, was because he exemplified what it means to hang in there, to keep trying no matter what. And his teammates, the opposing teammates, the coaches, people were crying. He had to collect himself on second base. He was so overwhelmed. Not only did he get a hit, but he got to second. I, I wish I'd been there mm-hmm. because like I explained to my son, this guy never stopped trying. He always believed that it could happen. And it's just like in our marriages. I mean, there we can have these really, really long stretches where everything is just not working. We, we can't connect with our spouse. We, you know, finances are in trouble. Spiritual life's in trouble. And, and The thing is, do you believe, do you believe that it's going to work? Because if you don't believe, I will tell you right now, it's over. And you may not be standing there at the plate and going to get an ovation when you take a risk, when you take a chance, you know, the outside world doesn't know what's going on pretty much because We all wear our masks very well, but I'm going to tell you something. Elisa and I, we're cheering for you. We're here for you. We're going to give you a standing ovation. When you take that step, when you keep going up to the plate and when you finally hit that ball, when you finally take that chance, you overcome your fears, you overcome whatever is stopping you from talking to your husband face to face or your wife face to face. We'll be here to cheer you on because we know in marriage, there aren't many places you're going to go to find it. You know, you're not going to walk out your door with your spouse after having this awesome lovemaking session that you haven't had one in a while, walk out the door and there's going to be a hundred people there cheering you on. We know that, but guess what? You have advocates and you got cheerleaders. Well, and it's just like, um, this comment that we got yesterday on the 19 questions to amazing sex with your spouse. I will put a link to that for folks to see. 
here's the comment, guys, and here's what we're talking about. You got to get involved in your marriage. She says, I'm utterly terrified to ask these questions, but I want to so desperately married for a complacent, lonely, 24, almost 25 years. Just can't spend another 25 this way. No. I'm going to give it a try. A wife who is ready to step it up before it's too late. Amen. That's it. I mean, we are cheering for this woman and her marriage. This was, this is one of those messages that when it comes across, we're like, Oh, we're getting in the game, right? We're getting in the game because here's the thing. There's no prize for showing up in your marriage. You don't get an award just because you pull your car into the driveway, you throw your briefcase or your purse down on the counter, you sit down to dinner, you go through the motions. You don't get a prize. Unlike in sports today, where if you put on the uniform and just show up, somebody's going to give you a prize. Yeah, we got to stop that. And a trophy. <sighs> well, yeah, well, we put it. We nixed that last that last year when uh, our coaches came up to us and going, "Well, we were thinking about getting the kids something." And we're like, "No, they, they got fourth place." The, yeah, they were they were last in the league. They don't need a trophy. The, yeah. They weren't good. They, they they were there and we cheered them on, but we don't need to give them a we don't get a, need to give them a medal or a trophy for for participating. Because unfortunately, what happens in society comes back into our marriages. So now that we've had this shift to everybody getting a you know like teams get recognized for just showing up, and you, know, you see this in all of the children's sports where just because you're on the team. You get a prize. It doesn't matter if you're the last place team in the league. Case in point, basketball season this year. Alex's team was the number one team in the league. We honestly thought they were the only ones getting trophies. He had friends play on a team that only won one or two games Mm -hmm. out of 10. Those kids all got trophies. For doing what? For doing what? You weren't good. You You didn't win now i love those kids but you didn't win and the same thing has carried over into our marriages folks we think that just being a breathing human being in the same house with somebody else entitles us to all of these rights and privileges and status it doesn't you have got to get in the game with your spouse You've got to make a decision that you're going to get up off the sidelines. And just like this woman that commented yesterday, stop living a complacent life. Complacency is going to kill you. It's going to kill your marriage because if you are both not working on it, what do you got? You guys know what you have because lots of you are living it. Mm -hmm. And it's a stinky way to live. You know, when you said, I do, when you two had that expectation of, you know, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I told somebody yesterday, I'm like, yeah, I had the fairy tale. I had the expectations of the fairy tale. Did I get it? No. I mean, I have my Prince Charming, but life has not been, you know, fairy tale happiness. We've had a lot of crap in our lives. 
You know, we've gone through the loss of a child. We've gone through debt and short selling our home and, you know, financial crisis. We've dealt with pornography addiction. Cinderella did not have any of that as far as I know. At least they didn't carry it on in the fairy tale that I read when I was little. I wanted the big fancy dress and happily ever after. But to get to happily ever after, you're going to have to get in the game. And here's the thing. For some of you, you're ready. You know, just like this woman wrote in. She's ready. She's going to do it. So what happens, though, when your spouse goes, well, I don't want to get in the game. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done. You know, we hear from a lot of you that that's the case. You're here. You're listening. Your spouse may listen a little bit. Um, your spouse may read a little bit, but they're just sort of hanging out. And one thing I want to suggest to you as a, as a spouse who wants to get in the game, who wants to play ball, you keep growing, mm-hmm. you keep going after it, you know, you keep engaging your spouse and there may be times when you, you, when you back off a bit, you, you know, you're just gonna, you're going to just back off, you know, you got to know when to to get in there. And then there are times when you need to know how to just, you know, I'm going to just be in my own little place right now and I'm going to grow because just banging them over the head isn't going to work. I'm sure you've tried it. We've done it in our own marriage. It doesn't really work because your spouse can become very defensive. They can pull back. Mm -hmm. They can pull away. They can get, um, they can get angry, you know, cause you're rocking the boat. And what I suggest for you at those times is start somewhere simple. You know, it can be as simple as just texting them a little bit. It could be as simple as writing a letter to them. It doesn't always have to be a verbal communication. You know, it could be as simple as, hey, I'm going to record a voice message for them. Mm-hmm. You know, think of other ways that you can engage your spouse what we wish for and we pray for the most is that both of you get to a point where you go, you know what? Yeah. We have just been sort of sailing along. We have been glorifying busy to the point that we've lost track of who we are as a married couple. We put everything else in front of us, everything else above us. And we get the last rung. And guess what? We're tired. We're burned out by that time. And so we have no time for each other. Everybody else, everything else gets our best and we get our worst. So think about that. Think about what you guys need to do. Because if you're upside down in your marriage, then you need to right side up. You need to get it back in order. God needs to come first, your spouse, your kids, you know, work, other activities. If you want to learn more about from the top down or anything else that can help you find the intimacy in your marriage, pick up our book, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. You can pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash store. And I'm telling you, that book has helped hundreds of couples be able to write their marriage, allowed them to read 
from a he said, she said standpoint, and then answer those questions and ask those questions at the end of each chapter so they could grow closer together. You know, it's what Elise and I said, starting out at the top of the show, looking each other in the face and answering some tough questions and then taking action, coming up to the plate and being willing to swing. You know, you're going for the fences. And you got to be able to do that and be willing to do that in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So you got to take some action there. Again, if you have a reluctant spouse, I, I get it. We get it. We hear about it. There, again, you're going to have to feel them out and see what, see where they're at, what's stopping them, what's hindering them from wanting to reconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? And then trying to dissect it. If you can't do that yourself, which can be difficult, sure. especially if this has been going on for years, you guys need to go get into counseling. You need to go and have that third person mediator in between you guys so you can open up a bit. And two things with that. One, don't be afraid to interview counselors. Mm-hmm. They're working for you, not you working for them. And so if you meet someone and it's not a good fit, don't stay there just because that's the counselor. Find someone else. Because I've talked to enough couples who have stuck with a counselor that isn't working because they see him or her as an authority figure and sort of upset that power balance. So that's the first thing I want to say there. The other thing I want to say, and we did a... uh, a podcast review and we don't do this very often but a couple years ago was in the first year of the show we watched the movie fireproof oh yeah and for those of you that have not seen fireproof i would recommend that you do so uh whether you can you know if you're with a reluctant spouse and they don't want to sit down and watch it with you watch it by yourself and then pick up the book love dare because the love dare is a way for you to reconnect with your spouse, especially when you're dealing with a reluctant spouse. Yeah. Because a lot, of, a lot of the activities in Love Dare are not the face-to-face, I'm going to tell you how I feel. We're going to sit down across the table and I'm going to just, you know, vomit on you what I'm feeling. No, it's very subtle. It's, it's complimenting them one day, thanking them for how they've impacted your life. It's taking care of, you know, cleaning up a room or a space or something that they've wanted done that you've just been digging your heels in and not doing. It's demonstrating love. It's the action. It's the action. And you guys know we're big on action. Mm -hmm. Because it's not enough. You guys can talk until you are blue in the face about all the things that you're going to do. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop looking at porn or I'm going to fix our finances or I'm going to stop spending or I'm going to be home every night by five because I work late and, you know, I'm going to, Words can only go so far. Your spouses see your actions. Mm -hmm. They see when you make it home for dinner every night and they're not sitting there with the kids by themselves or if you don't have kids, just sitting by themselves. They see if you make work a priority on the weekends over them. They see if you make it to the kids' art or recitals or baseball games or whatever it is. They see if they're getting the leftovers at the end of the day. Those are all actions. 
you got to act. You got to get involved today. And one of the quickest ways to do that is to get 77 questions. It's a resource that we've put together to tackle all six areas of intimacy. And it's really easy. You just come to the website. You can't miss it because the sign up is right in the middle of any page, right at the top. Can't miss it. Get signed up. Those questions, just like the material that's in stripped down, have time and time again allowed couples to reopen the communication in their marriage. Because we've written the questions. Like you don't have to think up, what am I going to ask my husband or wife? We've done that for you. All you have to do is set aside 10 minutes for the two of you to ask a question. And I know, I know you all have 10 minutes in your day. Yeah. And some of them are deep and may take you, you know, five minutes to answer. Others are quick and funny. And because sometimes when we are conversing with our spouse, it could be this, we're so deep into it that some laughter is needed, smiling, silliness, you know, having fun. That's what it's about. You know, it doesn't all have to be about serious and my goodness, every little decision we make is going to have this huge impact on our lives. It's about letting go, letting loose, you know, laughing together. And so those 77 questions to get the conversation started, help you do that. Mm-hmm. They do. And yeah, you know, I'll give you a little insight to one of the questions. Cause we use this all the time. One of the questions is if you were to compare a marriage to a sport, what sport would it be and why? Right. And we use this at our workshops. I use this when I'm talking to mom's groups, it gets laughter every time because you know, the obvious ones get thrown out, you know, boxing and marathoning and you know, all of these different things. But when you start talking about it, the most important part of that question is the why. Why do you feel that we're high divers? Why do you feel that we're, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but that's, that's one way that you can start today. Right. Just hop onto oneextraordinarymarriage.com, put your name and email in there, and you're going to get those questions. Automatic. Another thing that you can do, and we've, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is kind of one of those review courses that we're doing today. Do the top 10 list. And for those of you that are brand new to the show, I'm going to explain it briefly. The first part of the top 10 list is completely selfish. You guys don't hear us say that very often that you're allowed to be selfish, but you're going to independently of your spouse, sit down and write a list of 10 activities that you like to do, would like to do, have always wanted to try anything from high diving to, you know, trapeze or having dinner on the beach, Mm -hmm. Uh, wherever you are, whatever your list is. Then the two of you, you're both doing this. Then the two of you get together and you start looking at those lists. For some of you, you're going to have overlap. And when you have overlap, those are great activities to start doing together because you both are interested in it. Right. For those of you that don't have overlap, here's a chance to stretch yourself and try something new that your spouse is interested in. And I will tell you that when you step outside of your comfort zone and try something that your husband or wife is interested in, they recognize that. Just don't do it with the exasperated look on your face. Like I'm doing this. It's such a huge sacrifice. I don't want to be here. They see that go into it with a good spirit. 
Again, your actions are speaking louder than your words. Just because you agree to it, you've got to agree to it with a good, open heart. And you never know. You may find out that you really enjoy it too. You know what I mean? We, we tend to box ourselves in and what we can and we cannot do. And this may be one of the greatest opportunities for you to just go, wow, oh my goodness, I really didn't want to do that, but I had a blast. Case in point, we had a couple in one of our small groups. We did a small group on, from time to time on Strip Down. And on the husband's list was the shooting range and NASCAR races. Those were not on the wife's list. But it turns out that she's a pretty good shot. So she now has her own gun. Mm -hmm. And she loves NASCAR. So here are two things that weren't necessarily on her list. She stepped outside of her comfort zone because she wanted to do something and be with her husband. And now she's a gun-toting NASCAR fan. There you go. There you go. Two things, stepping outside her zone. Yeah. Another thing that you have to do, and we talk about this a lot, you got you to gotta put a limit on those electronics. Yeah. We are so screen dependent. We, it's an addiction that we have to have our eyes looking at a screen. And I am, I, I will say it out loud. Oh, we, we, we struggle with this every, every day. day, every week. This is, you know, we bring this up because again, it's a reminder to us. Where do we struggle in our marriage? And this is one of those areas. It, it's not allowed in our bedroom. But everywhere else. But everywhere else. <laughs> and so we, we do struggle with this from time to time. Okay, so I, I found this new app this yeah. week, which is changing my life. And I don't say that very lightly, but there's this app called Stay Focused. Now, is that a Chrome extension? What is that one? Uh, Chrome, I believe it is an extension. Uh, of course, he's going to ask me this and I don't know. Um, yeah, it doesn't show up in my app, so it must be an extension. Okay. Um, you can find it on the Chrome web store. And it's S-T-A-Y-F-O-C-U-S-D. Leave off the E like you would normally spell it. And this is an app that you, or an extension that you can put onto your computer. You can put in the websites that you want it to monitor. Right. So if you have, like me, a Facebook addiction and a Gmail addiction, uh, you can, I have it set up for those particular, those two particular sites specifically for me where I only give myself a certain amount of time each day to be on those sites. And when my time is up, my time is up. So I really have to think about whether or not what I'm doing on there is worthwhile or if I'm just spinning my wheels, killing time. Right. And if I'm not on there for a reason, then I need to get off. And it actually even has, they call it their nuclear option. Um, and usually I'm not, you guys know we don't do like huge promotions of other stuff, but this kills me. This is so awesome. You can actually block, like if you need to focus on a project, you can block all of the websites. Like you can basically shut down the internet on your computer to the point where if you click on one of those, you know, if you try and like, oh, I just need a little mental break, it will pop up and say, shouldn't you be working? Yeah. Which is kind of a little snarky thing to hear. <laughs> hear, see. But again, it keeps me focused. If I'm not doing something that matters, get off, get engaged in the game, get back to my husband. 
get back to my kids. This is what we're talking about. If you have these electronic addictions, find a way to limit your time on them. You know, if, if you need 30 minutes a day, you're going to put yourself at 30 minutes a day on Google and, or Gmail and Facebook or Pinterest or whatever ESPN guys, you know, whatever it is, do that. And when your time is up, your time is up. Guess what? You got to look at your spouse because your screen time is done for the day. Right. And just like in a game, again, we're going to go back to the baseball analogy. You know, you're up in your plan. You know, when I'm on the road biking, where's my focus? My focus is on the road. Mm-hmm. I got to stay focused. I can't have a phone sitting in my hand looking at Gmail or Facebook. If I'm doing that, the likelihood of me crashing increases highly, you know? So just like being around the house, we got to turn those things off. We got to stay focused. We do. And it's one of the biggest battles I think many of us face today in our marriages is getting and having enough time to just stay focused on each other. And I know it's hard. I get it. But how do you get around it? Elise and I do it by scheduling. You know, we make sure we're on the same page. It's there are just definite times. This time when we're podcasting, it's on our calendar. In the evenings, it's known. Okay, what do we need to get done after the kids get to bed? And then we're turning it off at this time. We're going to get to bed. We're going to focus in on each other. We're going to do our Jesus calling. We're going to pray together. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point, guys, where it's very rare now that we don't go to bed at the same time. And it's not to say that, hey, you may you may be in a marriage where spouses are doing different schedules, what have you. Right, I, I'm talking about, but I'm talking about the spouses that are both home. Yes. Yeah, because we get shift work and things like that, and we know that many of you are in that position. But I'm talking, if you're both home at the same time, go to bed together. Even if one of you stays up reading while the other one goes to sleep because you've got an early bird and a, a night owl, spend that time together. There's something very comforting mm-hmm. that promotes this feeling of connectivity when you both are in bed together, when somebody's not just crawling into bed by themselves. Yeah, because if you're just staying up to watch TV yeah. or, or, or to Google to your heart's content, I'm telling you, get naked and slide into bed with your spouse. It'll be better than anything that's on TV or on the internet. I know it because since we did episode 165 about cuddle up, we've been skin to skin, me not completely naked. Tony depends on his mood. But we've been skin to skin for the last two weeks. And I will tell you that that small act of physical touch has dramatically changed the tone of our marriage. It led to morning sex yesterday. It led to morning sex yesterday on a day that I initiated. Hello, before Friday. Yep. Woohoo. Um, but it may, again, we were engaged with one another. We made a commitment two weeks ago when we did that episode that we were just going to try and, and be more physically together. Mm-hmm. Yep. N- not in a sexual way, just a touch physicality you guys can do this 
I know you can because we hear from you when you make these little tiny changes in your marriages. When you start doing just one little step and you see it. You guys, when you, when you look at the reviews on iTunes, when you look at you know the comments on the Facebook page, when you look at the comments that show up under the shows, the podcast on the website, you guys see little changes reap huge rewards. So this week, get the 77 questions to get the conversation started. It's a free resource available to all of our listeners. It's so easy. It's just name and email so we can get it to you because it's a digital copy. Yep. And again, just go to One Extraordinary. Excuse me. OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Yep. And at the top of any page, you'll see it there. Just throw in your your email and when you get your thank you, um, you'll get that right to you plus some other resources. Start using it, guys. You know, play ball so that when, when you get to the end of this thing called life, you look across the table at your husband or wife and you know that you played 100%. You know that you've earned the trophy. You've earned the right to say, I'm Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so because you put forth the effort to be there because you decided we're not going to live in a complacent marriage. We're not going to just go through the motions. That's what everybody else does, but we are different. We're going to get dirty. We're going to get dirty. We're going to have fun in the process. And you know what? Just like that guy who's on third, you're a couple who's on third and home plates there. Errant pitch. You guys are running, holding holding hands. You're running and you guys slide into home. You slide into home. You're dirty. You're laughing and you're going to get up and you are just cheering for each other. Yep. Because when we play ball in our marriages, we go out there. Sometimes we're going to strike out and other times we're going to hit home runs. But the best part, is that we're on the team together and it's you. That's the most important part. Yep. And it's you guys taking action together. Like Elisa said, can hold that trophy high. We know there's not the stadium full of people cheering you guys on. We know it, but that's why you have us because we're there cheering for you. You got to take the actions though, right? Get the 77 questions. Do a top 10 list. Are you struggling? Do you need to read a book together? Grab strip down. Are you willing to do seven days of sex challenge? Go for it. We have that book available for you. Are you, are you stuck in your communication and you're going, all right, we need to work through this together. Pick up he zigs, she zags. You know, is it you need to find a way to just simply... Gosh, I keep getting something in my throat today. <laughs> Sorry. Um, is it simply you need to just do something simple? Just write a love letter. Send your spouse a romantic love letter. Pen to paper. Ten lines. Whatever you got in you. Let them know. But you got to go. You got to play a ball. Got to put the effort forth. You can do it. Ladies, I'm going to talk to you for just a second here. 
some of you have seen or received the emails, maybe seen up on our Facebook page that I am launching a six week mentorship program for women who are tired of wearing their superwoman cape. And I know from the emails that we've received from so many of you over the last three years that a lot of you fall into this category. And I'm going to invite you to take a look at at the website that we set up for this. It's called createyourlifeblueprint.com. And it's all about taking you from where you are today to where you want to be in 45 days, getting you to do all the things that we talk about on the show, actually not getting you to do it, teaching you how to do it, teaching you how to get clarity, how to take off those masks. How many times have you heard us say, take off the mask? And you're like, that's great. At least I don't know what you're talking about. Join me. Join me in learning how to take a stand, setting up those boundaries around your marriage and your business and professional life and how that all kind of comes together. Join me as we work on engaging in action, as we work on being thankful and developing a sense of gratitude that life is all about the blessings that we have and finding blessings in every challenge. So again, go to create your life blueprint. Guys, if you're the one that listens to this and your wife's the superwoman, send her an email with the link. Just let her know. Say, hey, this is Elisa. I talked to her. She's going to see me face to face because part of what happens is that I am on, <laughs> I'm on that website on video. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see me. It's, you know, there's some funny videos. There's some a little more, more serious videos. There's a lot of content there. And I wanted to make sure that the One Extraordinary Marriage family knew about it. Um, if you hadn't seen it on the pages and whatnot, because this program was created based on our experiences with all of you over the last three years and my personal journey, throwing off my superwoman cape and being the wife, mother, and businesswoman that I am today. So it's an amazing program. I look forward to having you guys watch the videos. Throw your comments up there. I'm responding to all those comments directly and uh, would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And we're going to end this thing up with one last hug from iTunes. It says, great ministry, five star from Ogie56. Wow. It's so great. There is a Christian couple willing to honestly and openly discuss God's desire for married couples to enjoy amazing sex. Amen to that, right? Mm -hmm. Let's have it. Thanks for creating such an incredible podcast. God is using you to make a difference. And folks, it's you that we just love so much. We come behind these mics each and every week because we love you. There have been days when I have talked to other men sharing about the one family that tears seriously stream down my face. And they're tears of joy. They're tears of happiness or tears of sorrow because there is a world out there that's hurting and it is our desire to continue to talk about sex, love, commitment in marriage and how joyous and how awesome it can be. So this week, take a stand, take some action and know that we love you guys so very much and we hope that this week will be a week of joy and happiness for you where you can just go, I'm taking off the mask, I'm jumping, I'm taking action. All right? We will catch you next week. We love you guys.